Hey everyone, this is Sanch, and I'm joined by... Carlos Madrona. The Schwetz. And we're the Brothers Bear Podcast Live, a comedy show where two brothers talk about everything from movies, cartoons, video games, comics, TV, and everything entertainment. We are joined by our good friend Schwitty every week. Make sure to catch us live every Monday night, time posted normally 9 p.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. <laughs> I said that weird. But people know what I'm talking about. You could also find us on Instagram at Brothers Bear Podcast, on our Twitter, Brothers Bear Pod, on Facebook, The Brothers Bear Podcast. You could also catch us on our email. You could email us at thebrothersbearpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us also on Tumblr and follow us, like us, subscribe us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podgods Network, and on our Podbean page. This is the Brothers Bear Podcast. Yeah. That's another promo in the bag. <laughs> what you're about to listen to is part of the Podgods Network. If you go to podgodsnetwork.com, you'll find other great shows there too. Have a nice day. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. to the 88 miles per hour podcast my name is renata if you don't know that and this is my awesome co-host sanch everybody me and we're here and it's october it's yes. october and i was saying me not we we no me i was saying me me Wee! no no we's i was saying me I'm just going to be like that pig from the Geico commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it. It was hilarious. Um, and everybody, Renata's wearing a shirt that says, everybody loves chocolate. No, no, no. It says, chocolate makes me smile. Oh. As you're on it. And he's pretty much getting, like, loaded on a chocolate, like. Don't say it. What? I hate, I hate, hate. For some reason, just drives me nuts when people say chocolate wasted. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say chocolate wasted. Okay, good. I don't know why, man. Like, it seriously bugs the hell out of me. It's one of those, like, like when originally, I remember during, like... Oh, you get chocolate wasted. Yeah. I mean, I, I it's like, oh, that was oh, the movie. Oh, that was cute. Ha, ha, ha. Right? But then everybody does it. Like, whenever, like, online, or if it's something where, like, I mean, it's rare, but when someone eats something so much, they'll say, like... Something, something wasted, you know, like, oh, I just got pizza wasted, eh, you know. That makes no sense. Like, you're you're pretty much killing it then. Yeah, but usually the chocolate wasted, I hate it. It's so stupid. And I don't know why it bugs me. I know it's from the movie, but I think that's why, because... I think it's one of those. Want, it's such a corny line that, like, and it, yeah, it was a like a joke that was from what? When was that movie out? Like that was like four maybe years like, ago or something. In like ten, eleven. Yeah, like and and people are still saying that joke. Like it was funny in the trailer when you were in the theaters, but not freaking you know, 
Like, I don't know. It's just, I, I hate it. I hate when people use it, and it's not freaking, it's not cool. Like, if I was in a, like, if I was at Hershey Park in Pennsylvania, like, in Hershey, Pennsylvania. What's Hershey Park? For those of you who don't know, well, myself you included. Know, you guys will know the chocolate bar Hershey? Yes. Well, in Pennsylvania, which is uh, not too far from Philadelphia, there's Hershey, Pennsylvania, and there is this park dedicated to all of Hershey products and it's this big amusement park and there's rides and then when you first get there there's a tour of you just visiting the factories and then once you leave you get a nice hershey bar for coming in how much is it the tour um is it free i think the tour may be free i think it's like waiting in line for a ride practically oh right on well there you go so when you visit pennsylvania please make sure to visit the hershey factory and the point I was trying to make about Hershey Park is if you're in Hershey Park, that's when you could say, I'm getting chocolate wasted because you're in a place dedicated uh, to no, chocolate. No, but don't say chocolate wasted. Just say, hey, I'm having a lot of chocolate. Because, see, when people say that's chocolate stupid. wasted, it was a reference to the fact that they were going to get drunk. So so the yeah. kids question, and it means like, oh, yeah, chocolate wasted. And they're like, oh, I want to get chocolate wasted. Yeah, me too. And ha ha, there's the joke. But when people say it, it's like it's stupid. Like, they're literally, oh, I'm getting chocolate wasted. It's like, no. The original <laughs> joke was for reference to whatever the hell they were saying. But people use I don't it, though, But people can use it for anything. No, no one, don't use it. People don't I'm use so it. I hate it. I hate, shit it. Out of you. I hate freaking chocolate wasted. You know? Sandy's going to get chocolate wasted. Yeah. All right, every time you say it, I post the Santa Claus on our Instagram. You couldn't even say it ten times fast. Ready? Say it ten times fast. Ready? Go. Chocolate wasted, 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 chocolate. You actually did twelve, so tomorrow, twelve times, I'm gonna be posting the Santa Claus throughout the day. Boom. <laughs> people are gonna be like what is this and i'm gonna be like gotta listen to episode oh, wait what episode is this we didn't even say did we announce this is episode 28 or no no excuse me 29 it's episode 29 is it 29 damn we're getting so close to episode 30 and 30. it's so sad dirty 30 because this is renata's final i'm not just kidding <laughs> well obviously no. friends if you saw our instagram we uh we posted some Big announcement, huge news that it will affect uh, the show. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, we find out that Renata is uh, not a dummy because she got excited. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Oh, but Thanks seriously, though, um, Renata, <laughs> she's she's not, you know, for those of you who who listen and think she's like a typical girl, like, oh, she's ditzy. No, it's, it's an, you know. Valley girl. Yeah, she's not a, I mean, hell, she's no way is she a valley girl because she lives in Philadelphia. But, you know, <laughs> um, she sometimes, like, as in, you know, she enjoys acting. She That's not where she wants to go in her in her career. But she, <laughs> <laughs> she does enjoy that. And, she, it, you know, it kind of does that little bit of an acting sometimes. Because I know in Ladies of Laughter, you always kind of came off ditzy, and when I would talk to you, I was like, this isn't you, but it's an act. It's kind of like, you know, so, but we're not, I mean, I guess just tell the fans exactly what, where you're going, what's going on, what the hell happened, what's, you know, what's... What the hell's going on with me? Yeah, why, why right. are you leaving us? 
I'm not leaving you. Why are you trying to leave me? I not mean it. No, okay. that was that was uh that was from uh uh what is it? Uh Big Fat Greek Wedding. Remember when she wants to go to school? And then he's like, Why you try to leave me? And he starts crying. That's why, because you're going to school and I was being the yeah. dad, you know? Yes. Gustav. Is that his name, Gustav? Yeah. I don't remember the name. I just knew he was the dad that And I you know Gustav. <laughs> I know. Um, like, Hetty? <laughs> Yeah. Um, but what's going on with me is um, I recently uh, found out maybe a good month ago that I that got... That she has Ebola. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> that I've gotten accepted. I've, I, I've received an acceptance letter from Temple University in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's one of the top best, like, all-around schools. Um, not, not Ivy League, but it has a very good reputation and... I'm doing hospitality management for a career. If you don't know what that is, um, basically like your event planner. I can invent corporate event planning for big companies if I wanted to. Uh, party planning, wedding planning. I could be the wedding planner. Hopefully get myself a doctor. If you know any doctors out there, I'll plan your wedding and then steal the group. Well, is your foot no. going to get caught in the grate when there's a trash can coming or what? Yeah, I'm going to hold that. <laughs> hold on. Find a minute. <laughs> that, that's all I remember because that's what happens in the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, with J. It's J Lo, right? J Lo and J Lo and Matthew. Yeah, I never got why Matthew does so many like l- you know chick flick movies, man. That guy could he can act. He does good movies. Buyers, Buyers Dallas Club, you know. Yet for some reason he tends to do like a bunch of those chick flicks. All right, like all right. Launch and all that stuff. Huh? Failure to launch. Yeah, and then. How to Lose a Guy in, like, what, 10 Days? That was another one. Was that him, too? I don't know. All right, but uh, getting back, so that's eventing planning. That's what I want to get into. Um, things have just been a little, you know, I've been trying to get myself ready to go for college. Been doing a lot of things. Been hanging out. Uh, just pretty much just being a young adult. Just trying to get my life together. And um, it's a shame, you know. I love doing what I do for the show. You know, it means a lot to me. Sanch means a lot to me. And, um, but I mean, I will still be around doing episodes, but if I can't do an episode because of school or something that I have to do, someone will step in or maybe it'll just be Sanch for the episode. But I promise you, I'm not leaving you for good. This is no goodbyes here, people. It's pretty it's much good riddance. It's good riddance. <laughs> Imagine. I just want to do like, you know, and I talked to Sanch about this, and Sanch completely understood where I was coming from, and he knew that it was my passion wasn't fully on the show, and it was hard to admit that because it's something I really do enjoy. I love podcasting. I love being on the mic and entertaining people, and if I could do that somehow as a hobby in the future, regardless of hopefully I get to do what I do as like for a job, like hopefully like what I graduate with. The degree, I get a nice job, and hopefully, maybe on the side, I could do a little, you know, community theater or something like around there, or maybe even a podcast. But um, life is just going to take me different places, but I'm ready to go, you know. But I just want to let you know that fans, to all you Renata fans and not Sanch fans, (coughs) um, (laughs) no, Sanch fans too, uh, I love you all, and I've received so many, um, 
like, you know, awesome, like, comments on Instagram saying, you know, go Renata, like, you know, good for you, good luck. And I just want to say thank you so much. It means a lot for me to get support from fans because that was probably one of the hardest things when Sanch wrote that. I was kind of expecting a lot of negativity from the fans, but you guys have been awesome, been so supportive, and that right there made me even more um, more persistent in wanting to do more episodes, and hopefully I can do more, not just for myself or for Sanj, but for you guys as well, because you guys have shown that I love doing what I want to do. You know, and don't and don't do that, Sanch. Don't do the cutting the throat thing, okay? Because I could say whatever the hell I want. No, no, no. I wasn't trying to cut you off. I was just I was pretending to like you're like I'm gonna do more shows, and I was shaking my head, acting like nope, you you're going down like that. I wasn't trying to say like hey, cut it, like stop. John, do you do you hear this? He wants to like cut me down. Yeah, I wasn't trying to cut her off like saying hey, wrap it up. No, I was just trying to say like I was gonna murder Renata. He's going to murder me, just like Freddy in Nightmare on Elm. She's going to come in my dreams. Like, I'm going to end up in, like, Sanchez's boiler room. <laughs> if he has one. <laughs> and it's just going to be, it's going to be my microphone, and he's going to throw it in. <laughs> yeah, she'll be he's in the He's throw tub. it in the, in, the, in the burner. Yep, and then I don't need to worry about a co-host. Get rid of Renan's. Well, I hope you don't start a, another podcast before coming back to this one. Because <laughs> if you did, then forget it. You're gone for life. You're banned. Yeah, You're, I'm going to leave you in whatever year I leave you in, and I'm going to travel back to 19-2000. But I could easily take the DeLorean and take me myself back to the moment when you were about to do it so I could stop you. Oh, I know. Then this show wouldn't exist. Whoa. That's eerie. Huh. But then I go into the future. But would it be an alternate? Like, See, that's the thing. What if you're making a huge mistake? You know? So then you you yourself in the future has to travel back to stop yourself. You know what I mean? So you have to stop yourself from going to the direction you're going. Oh, that's crazy. See? Actually, you don't even know. You just you honestly created uh, an alternate universe already. If yeah, you don't think about it. 2013. Well, you did because there's... There, there's there's already two paths. There's one path that would have just kept you going whatever route you were going and continue doing the show and focusing on the show. And there's, there's that other alternate universe that you're currently in right now that's already broken off and has created a new a new timeline that you're currently in right now that's that's leaving somewhat the show where it's not in, like, you know, your focus is school. So if you can't record, you can't record because your focus is school and you're going to school. So you've already, you have already two alternate timelines going on right now. That's pretty true. We it's, just totally, we just totally geeked out right there. Mm-hmm. That's what happens with everybody. Whenever you need to make a decision on something, where you have a, where you have two paths to take, and you choose one, you, there's there's an alternate timeline. There's there is right there an alternate universe existing at that moment that just happened, boom, and broke off. And and right now there is that timeline where you made that other decision, and that's literally what happened right now. Mm-hmm. You're living in the you're, right now. You're living in the one, but in the other timeline, it's it's showing what would have happened if you would have just stayed like with the show. You just you know kind of score like eh, all right, but I'm gonna focus on the show, you know. And but we'll never know that timeline. And if somehow we have a remote control like sliders, I'm not gonna, and we're I'm, going, not gonna, I'm not gonna get that you're fired on my scanner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I didn't mean it like that, but yes. Doc Brown, I've seen this from the future, and it's been erased. Of course it's been erased. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that again, that makes no stupid sense, because he goes into a whole dialogue talking about, like, future hasn't been written. There's so on and so forth. Blah, blah, blah. You make the future the way you want. Blah, 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 blah. So make it yet, yet at no point did they even have to travel into the future to save marty's kids like see that's what was stupid like he said the future is what you make of it and so on and so forth yeah he didn't even have to but, do that but, but correcting the alternate 1985 because there was two 1985s there was you know the rich family you know george mcfly was alive and then there was george mcfly dead dave and dealing with problems Technically, you know, there's there's three timelines in that, and there's there's three alternate universes. Oh yeah, well, because there's the regular 1985 McFly the, family. The, before he travels back in before time. Before he back went back yeah, in time. Yeah, the the one where they're just regular, and he's watching the show. And how does he laugh when he's watching the honeymooners? That story's so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. <laughs> so stupid. Grandpa hit him with the car. It was meant to be. <laughs> then there's the there's uh, alternate universe number one that we saw at the end of part uh, of one was um, is where there you know he stood up to Biff and he you know he's well off you know Biff is a, a, a you know waxes cars you know and everybody oh, sorry, you know <laughs> yeah they have money obviously because they're out playing <laughs> tennis in the morning and for some reason even though the kids work at an office he still lives at home i don't know that makes no sense and then there's alternate universe number three that biff has control of the world basically so there's three alternate universes in the back to the future world you see that three alternate universes kid i own the police <laughs> <laughs> i'm just i'm just thinking of lines right now that i could totally say just to fit every uh universe, alternate universe. yeah Oh my god! Well, so yeah. Such well, just really quick to to before we jump onto the uh, show, is that yeah, folks. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't actually are on our who listen to our show but don't go on our Instagram because there are a lot of um, there are fans that we have. I mean, that I know of on both shows that don't read what we post on Instagram, nor do they probably even see our Twitter. They just you know go through through Facebook and stuff yeah. like that. And that's, I mean, it's um, iTunes, and that's fine. But basically what it was is, yeah, Renata, her love, her passion was for, you know, her education of what she's going for. I mean, when I first met her, she wanted to be a dentist. That's all I knew. She was working hard to be a dentist. I wanted to rip people's teeth out. Yeah, but... Get blood all over based me. On where she, for that. Yeah, based on where she's going now, <laughs> it's why... She was where she was with the show back when because the show was a focus because her heart wasn't in being a dentist, like truly. That's why she was actually changed and that's why she was actually able to, um, you know, focus so much on the show because her heart wasn't there for being a dentist. She wanted to do that, but it, her heart wasn't there and that's why she was always around for every episode we did so much. The moment she found where she wanted to go, that's where her passion went. And everything went there, and then you know we. And there was a lot of times you get you guys know for our fans who've still been following us since day one, you know we haven't. You know there's been times where we missed a lot of episodes. We'd go a whole month without uh, posting a new episode, and 
and you know it's of course it's like like i said i'm uh, with renata it to her it's not her passion so it's like if she has to choose one or the other like of course she's going to choose whatever her thing is and we won't record and for me it kind of made it hard because i wanted to record them all for me this is my passion like it's it's a it's kind of like a secondary type of like based on where i can go if i could pull a career out of this or just an entertainment and because that's what i want to do with my life it's like going into entertainment to to filmmaking editing you know creating my own show or something you know and and what i'm building for so seeing like hey maybe i could go somewhere with this and use this or or bring it along you know it's like that's why i work hard for it um and and then so it just made it hard so we had decided it's like okay when renata has time we'll do an episode that's why we decided all right we'll do this episode today uh but we we do have um someone who will be stepping in to help as a as a filler um that's going to be coming in and he uh if you uh watch the brothers bear podcast watch us on october 27th he'll be coming into studio and he'll be talking and this is one of my friends he's uh um all about 80s and stuff so we'll be announcing then but we'll also be having guests so i'll I'll be i'll be talking to you know some of you guys out there other podcast people getting you guys on there for sure for sure, getting, you know, Jack of All Nerds and a Pot About Nothing, you know, uh, Hydrate Level 4, um, Three Tards, you know. So, we'll hopefully, we'll be um, getting you guys on, uh, you know, soon. So, yeah. So, I'll be having some guest spots and stuff like that. And, uh, and yeah, when we can, Renata. So, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. That is the big news for 88 Miles Per Hour Podcast. Well, we're going to hop in <laughs> to the DeLorean and travel back to the... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> okay, since we haven't done this in a while and we were talking about Back to the Future, it is time our our we seriously need this as a segment. It is time to hate on no, we got to come up with a title. We have to hate on this it's movie. It's not hate, but it's We absolutely love this movie. We love the, I love this movie so much, but I I keep finding stuff to just not when he gets to on the two. It. He's listen. The only thing that he hates is two. So it's just gonna be the segment based on my hatred. Okay. Uh, okay. You know what? No. I'll, I'll I'll see your I'll see your bluff and I'll raise you. You know. Uh. I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to do a card little reference, but I'm not. I'm not the gambler. I'm not. I'm not Kenny Rogers. Um. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll do. I'll do some some hatred on the first film. My favorite all-time 80s film of all time. But is it something we discussed? Is it about the ending? No, it's not. It's something... It, it, anytime I, I, I'm going to bring something up, it's always going to be new. I'm not going... I'm not backtracking. I don't want to backtrack. I want to I wanna argue about... Uh, every time I, I have... I do this segment, or it's not even a segment, but it's become one. Can I do a singing, like, like intro for this? Yeah, go for it. Ready? Okay. This is the moment where Sam talks about his hatred for Back to the Future Part 1. <laughs> I like that. We gotta have a little song. Did you have like a mini keyboard or something, or, or you know, download like a media player on your on your thing where you could press like little keyboards and dee, 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 dee. so there you go. Okay, here's here's I was okay. I was I was watch. They were showing all three parts the other day. They uh or the other night they were showing Back to the Future one, two, and three. So they've been showing them lately on the movie channels, and I was like watching it, and there's something that that bugs me about part one that doesn't honestly it doesn't make sense to me because when you watch it, it i was just like being stupid i was like how about a ride mister oh <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about though I'm no no, like, no 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 okay so in, in 
part one, when when George McFly punches Biff, you know, and then he picks up, are you okay? And then you see Marty from afar. He kind of runs and he gets there and he's like, yes. And then he looks at the picture and sees, oh, it's still disappearing. Like, holy crap. So then he runs to, you know, what is it? Marvin, no. Uh, yeah, Marvin Barry and whatever the yeah. the band is. I can't think of the name, but I know it's Marvin Barry. It's your cousin Marvin Barry. Um, so so when he goes over there, he's like, hey, you guys got to, you know, he's like, man, this this uh what is it this dance is yeah, over. over unless yeah. you know someone else that could play the guitar dun, 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 dun. and then yeah. he looks at him like like all right okay. he's like earth angel earth and then they're playing the song right and then at yeah. that point they goes scram mcfly and he's just like yeah charge and he walks away all sad there and then at that point that's when he's like, rrr, rrr, and then that little guy's like, hey, boy, you all right? You know, remember the piano player? Yeah. He's like, I can't play. And he's starting to play horrible. And what does Marvin Berry do as he's singing the song? As he's singing, he keeps looking at Marty because, like, what the hell's going on? Because, obviously, he's not strumming. He's not playing good at all. Are you trying to say why didn't no one stop dancing? and? See no, 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 not that. Because they wanted to continue, like, all right, let's just keep going. Let's not stop. Everyone's dancing, but obviously this guy can't play because they don't know what's going on. They have no idea. They just know that there's this stupid kid that's up there playing for strumming a little bit of the chords for a little bit and then out of nowhere starts sucking terribly and because he doesn't know how to play. So he's like, rah, rah, and he's like falling down, falling over. He's getting all sick and like, and then his stupid hand, that fake effect of it disappearing. So they're continuing. They're pushing through. Marvin is pushing through. Like, he's still singing, like, looking at And every now and again, when you watch that scene, you see Marvin looking over at him like, what the hell's going on? Like, dude, like, I thought you can play. Like, you could envision that in his head. Like, what is going on? I thought you can play. The piano player is like, hey, boy, you all right? Because he's falling over. Like, of course. It's like, all right, there's something wrong with this guy. But we're going to push through and continue playing. Everybody keep playing your instruments. We're going to just try to ignore this. Go through the song because we're singing the song. Finally, when George kisses, kisses Lorraine, he pops up. And then the song literally ends like right then and there almost. Like it almost you go. It, like, there's hardly much left as he plays the song, correct? Like No. It's the um, it's pretty much like the build up to the final Earth Angel. Yeah. And he pops There's up. The build up. And he There's... pops up. Right. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and then he plays it and he's like, yeah. And then the song like ends within 30 seconds or so. And that's it. And then once they're done, this is the part that annoys me, because once once they're done, he walks over and hands the guitar. He's like, hey, man, that was pretty good. He's like, Let, let's do another one. He's like, nah, I got to go. He's like, come on. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right, here's an oldie. That's what's stupid because if I'm a lead singer in a band and someone joined in to sing because I couldn't play and sucked half the song, I'm not gonna tell him, dude, that was pretty good. I'm gonna be like, get off no, the no, he, stage. No, he, was, no, he was good. They just he probably like he probably thought he was sick or something. Again, they don't know. I'm not gonna risk it as a band member, as a band leader, as everybody else. I'm not How gonna you, risk having this guy. Song? Huh? I would be like, are you okay? Like, what happened? Yeah, exactly. They don't do that. They don't. They don't ask, like, hey, what happened right now? Like, any any band would have been like, dude, like, what happened? Like, you were playing fine right at the beginning. This is Marvin but Barry. Then, <laughs> yeah, but Doug then, Barry. yeah, like, halfway through the song, you, like, started falling over and you yeah, couldn't play for crap. Off, if you take this into account, they were pretty much half-baked. But they were playing well? It doesn't matter. 
They were the traditional yeah, rock stars. No, they were the tra- a little lightheaded. Hey, you they were like they were the traditional rock stars. Why? Because many rock stars, like I mean, look look at freaking from I can't even think of his goddamn name, but from the Rolling Stones. You know that guy was been high most of his life. Not playing with that. A lot of artists have played on drugs and they're still doing well. Hey, Marvin Barry, you know, hey, you know, we don't want to mess with no reefer heads. You know, remember that? And who yeah. cares? They were high. You're you're basically pointing out that anybody that smokes pot are gonna suck. No, they were playing perfectly I fine. I never said sucked. I'm just saying like they could have no, been I a know little but lightheaded guess... because of um the whole. But even if so, yeah. they would okay. If you want to go down that route, if you want to go down that route, they could have been paranoid. They could have been like, dude, we they, we don't want people to think we suck, you know. And especially since they're out of school where everybody's white and they're the black artists, like, you know, it's like, all right, we got to, you know, hey, we got to, because this is right before, like, you know, I mean, it's obviously, I guess, before the whole, um, Christ, I can't think of the name where, like, where, you know, when people started standing up for the rights, like the, you know, like like all the black 60s. Yeah, like of that time, you know, when like Martin Luther King, because remember, he's like, oh, that's like on, on John F. Kennedy Drive. He's like, who the hell is John F. Kennedy? You know, so it's obviously before the movement. Whatever it's called. I know someone's listening right now and they're saying it out loud. They're like, ah, it's the bad, bad yeah. movement. Um, but anyways, so the yeah, Roe so that's what I'm saying. Wade? Why would they say, hey, the that was pretty Wade? good? Huh? The road versus Wade? What? No. That's education. That's black education. No, nerd. Um, civil rights movement. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> the civil rights movement. It was, it was, I guess, it was basically for that, you know, of all that going on. Um, so, anyways, but yeah, that that's just what bugged me because why? Why would he freaking? Why would he do that? Why would he? There, I don't know. It just bugged me because it's like, honestly, in a band, a real band, they would not have done that. They would not have looked at him and been like, "Hey, that was really good. Let's do another one." They would have been like, "Dude, get off this the stage." This is something that really cooks. Exactly, that he because he if they're assuming you're saying like maybe they're assuming he was sick, so then they would probably do that and then be like, hey, you know, give us the guitar, hey, go get something to drink, go get some fresh air. You're probably feeling sick, and they 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 should have done that, but they didn't do that, you know. So that's what really bothers bothers me about that scene, because any other band who had someone substitute in and half of the song they sucked, they're not gonna be like, dude, let's play another one. They would have been like. Hey, are you all right? What happened? Either either two things. One, did you come down? That's what he was like. Yeah. It's like either one, they're going to say like, hey, are you are you all right, dude? You're like falling over midway through the song. Like, you know, go get some fresh air there. We'll take over right here, you know. And we'll, we'll, or, or they're going to say, you know, dude, you suck. Like, you don't even know how to play. Like, half of the song you didn't even know. Get off the stage. So, Do yeah. your best uh, Marty McFly impression. My best Marty McFly impression? Dude, say the part. Wait, wait, Doc, you tell me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> whoa, whoa, Doc. <laughs> you mean to tell me you built a DeLorean? No, a time machine out of a DeLorean? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> He's Doc? like, I figure if you're going to build, why not travel in style? <laughs> you tell me you built a time machine out of a DeLorean? You mean to tell me my mom's got the hots for me? That's heavy. It's like Precisely. Heavy. heavy. What does that have to do with it? <laughs> heavy again. What was he so wrong? In, it was, why is the feature so heavy? Is what, what would he say? There's something wrong with like, the gravitational pull or something like that. I can't remember. Something wrong with the world's gravitational pull? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Something like that. Here, let me see. Where are we at on time? Yeah, we should probably get into it now. So, yeah. So, that is my complaint once again on how's the theme song go? 
this was the segment of Back to the Future of Hatred with Sims Part 1. <laughs> yeah, and I have more. I actually have uh, more hatred for other movies. He's I have... loaded, women. Yes, I could, I could easily... I could, as much as I love the trilogy, I can easily hate on it. <laughs> Dude, seriously, women, like, you you ladies out there, if you want to get totally geeked out, date this man. He knows so much about the McFlyster and the Doc. Why, that's funny how you're like, why are you out of nowhere you're all talking like, yo, dude. <laughs> I don't know, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, we have, I mean, Renata, do you have any um, anything to add, fashion beats or so on and so forth? Fashion beats. Fashion. Uh, turn to the left. Fashion. To the left. Turn to the right. Fashion. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why not? Um. Actually, I don't know. I mean, like, pretty much, like, I said fall. Like, there's really nothing that changed. No, it's very blase right now. Yeah, but see, this is why, ladies and gentlemen, Renata's taking a step back from uh, the show because really, she really was supposed wait. to pull even fashion things just from the '80s, even if there's nothing currently happening now. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> um, actually, yes, I actually there is. I promise there will be more guy stuff. No, it doesn't have to be about guys or girls, no, but you could just talk about the I fashion of the yeah. 80s. Even if it's not today, just fashion no, of the I 80s. I actually thought of something. Mm. Guys are wearing um, sweaters. They're wearing a lot of sweaters. Well, what does that got to do with anything? Because a lot of guys in the 80s, they used to wear sweaters. Everybody wears sweaters. Nobody wears sweaters. Not in California. Yeah, they do. During around when it's actually cold, they wear sweaters. That, what's that's cold? Nothing. See, you're not even freaking. What's cold? I said, what's cold? I don't know. For us, it's we get at least sadly fifty. That's the lowest we ever get. I'll tell you what's cold, ladies and gentlemen. I'll tell you, like thirty, maybe twenty degrees. That's cold. Well, yeah. But they there you have it. See, she, you're not even prepared, nerd. Californians don't know what cold is. Yeah, so ignore the whole sweater thing because that's not eighties. <laughs> I mean, if you if you would have went into a whole like dialogue based on like oh talking about you know Bill Cosby and his sweaters, that is something fashion. Like if you would have talked about sweaters, blah blah blah. Where's the Bill Cosby? But, no, I'm talking about just Cosby himself. See, n- never mind, folks. This is why we're getting rid of her. <laughs> All right, it's time to get in. Love me, y'all love me, darling. All right. Um, it is time to get into our part of the show where we talk about, um, a movie, um, and this week's movie is A Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, no one heard that. A Nightmare on Elm Street, ladies and gentlemen. Sanch, I can't fall asleep, right? I gotta stay up. No, please go to sleep. That'd be better for all of us. (laughs) No, Freddy's gonna get me. Uh, oh, I gotta get the sound bites, Dad. During this time, like normally, I'm like I'm just too lazy to add all the little sound That's bites. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, we're getting rid of him. Um, <laughs> uh, but I'm like, hey, I still edit the episode. It's just too hard to fill it with all these sound bites. It's just no time because of school and stuff. But 
in this no, one, I will put it because I want to have the little girls. That the little girls just that's just freaking eerie. The I do the whole thing. Do you know it? Yeah. Do it. Do it. Because you're the girl, so you could obviously do it. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, get a crucifix. Seven, eight, gonna stay up late. Nine, ten, never sleep again. Ooh, that was eerie, ladies and gentlemen. That was not eerie. <laughs> that was eerie. And the little girls jump roping in that, the, the, they were the owners of the actual oh house God. that they used for the exterior of that scene. So, Remember part three, hmm? where the girl was on the tricycle? Freddy's home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then, like, the... That's, see, that, right, that, that's all you got to do, man, is add little creepy kids in movies, and then that's it, man. Like, no, she literally gets the tricycle and it's like, ee, and she's going through the door, and she's like, little girl, wait. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to go into a dark-ass house. Like, who does that? Like, really, even if you were in a dream, you would not possess yourself to go inside a house. Creepy as that with a little girl running through it. And then she's, like, sitting in the basement, and then she's like, this is where he keeps us. And then, like, here's a door closed. Freddy's home. Creepy as shit. Hell Yeah. Um, all I know is that from out of, I mean, I'll, I'll get into it right now, but out of all the movies, the, the thing that scared me the most, because see, here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen, Renata was still, you know, she was swimming, she was swimming around, you know, at the time during, during these days, me, on the other hand, I was already, I already existed. I was born and I was a kid and, and all right, let, let's, you know what, before we get into the movie, let's talk eighties horror for a little bit um I'll, i i honestly don't know um i'm probably gonna repeat myself in a future episode because i'm gonna have someone on that loves 80s horror and we're gonna go into a whole 80s horror episode um but as of now i'll just give you a little bit of a you know a history growing up i i wasn't really a huge fan of 80s horror like i loved a lot of things 80s from the cartoons, video games, you know, movies, but, like, regular movies either, like, fantasy, adventure, action, you know, it's, it's all time, but, all types, but 80s horror was the one thing that honestly scared me as a little kid. Um, I'm more like a, you know, those fake punks that would be like, hey, w- w- you know, oh, you like punk, what are you into? Oh, I love the sex pics pistols the ramones the obvious choice that's me when you like talk like oh what 80s horror movies have you seen oh i've seen nightmare on elm street you know jason you know hell Re- like that that's me like the, the the typical 80s horror but i'm not like deep cuts i don't go into those deep cuts you know like there are a few that the i've corn, seen the children of the corn you know like there are pumpkin a few head. you know yeah there, i mean like i've never seen pumpkin head i've seen children of the corn you know there's certain 80s horror that i have seen like I, the remake of the blob like you, you know, know what the difference between you and me is I've i make obs- this look good i've been obsessed with horror i know all i, I love like i could just watch horror movies yeah all night. but with the face like that you have to be ah, <laughs> hey, there you go thank you ladies and gentlemen good night <laughs> no no, but yeah, see, you, you on the other hand, are, are different from me. I, I didn't. And then plus, I guess, too, because growing up, your horror 
of the 80s was completely different to what the horror existed you growing up. It was much different. Now, I, I, I could be wrong, but see, with with the 80s that I was watching, that was the only horror that existed. You know, if you look back now, like, for instance, like, Jaws was considered one of the scariest movies of all time, right? If you watch it now, you, you, you're going to be like, well, how is that scary compared to, like, watching The Conjuring or something, right? And it has to do the with, conjuring? like... Yeah, The Conjuring, actually. Mm-hmm. Um and and you have to like a lot of it is, is effects and like just the way things are filmed right or or even like the classic movie monsters you know like at the time people would watch it like bella lugosi you know and watch those like oh, yeah, old Dracula, classic yeah right you know the, um the mummy like when you would watch that that was scary at the time if we watch it now it's not scary you know because but it was scary of, of for the day because that's all that existed and this is the thing is like there are people now like who are younger or 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 anybody who start watching 80s horror and they'll be like that's not scary but for no. me that's all i knew like that's why like with this movie nightmare I'm on Lamb street fully disagree with you fully disagree well, how in, can you disagree I, if that's true? I sat in my room two nights ago. I must have seen, like, Nairo on Elm Street over a thousand times. It still gets me freaked out. Like, I, I you know how many times, like, I looked, like, I was, my TV is, like, right. across well, from my Well, I'm not saying all. There's always an exception to the rule, nerd. Because there used to be this thing. I wish they would still show it. You could probably look it up online. But it was called, you know, the, the Bravo channel? on cable yes. i don't I, even know if it exists uh does it, does. it still exist bravo because that's where they had you know queer eye for the straight guy well uh back in i think 2005 and 2006 i don't remember what year it was they had the 100 scary movie moments of all time and it was really good and they had every every 10 um no every i think it was 20 movies they did an hour on so they did you know 20 here 20 there 20 there until they got down to zero I mean, to number one, I'm sorry. And number one was Jaws. Number one was Jaws. And I remember my little brother, he, he loves Jaws. You know, he, he's, he's, he's you know, basically the same age as you. And when he, when I remember he was telling me that, I think, I, I, unless I, yeah, 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 I believe so, that um, he was saying that his friends who had watched it were like, Jaws isn't scary, Jaws, that's scary. And people were saying that. I remember, too, because I would be like, that was when MySpace existed. And I would see people saying that, like, oh, that was a cool special, but why was Jaws? That's not scary. And some people were saying, like, current stuff at the time, like, nah, you know, the scary movies. And they were saying the stuff that was, like, the current, like, Asian horror movies at the time, like, The Ring and all of those, you know, The Grudge. And, and, but that's the thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, there are an exception to the world where you're saying, oh, that was freaky. But for people that, like, it's, that's what I'm saying. It's of the time. It it really fits of the time. And it's because that's all they understood. Look at The Exorcist. Remember how, I mean, it actually is still freaky now. But remember at the time when it came out, they, people were like, they had to have people sign, you know, at certain screenings, they had to sign like, hey, you're, you're watching it on your own risk. Like, don't try to sue us. Like, people were getting freaked out, getting scared. Even before that, movies like the old black and white movies with Vincent Price and all that, people were getting terrified. Speaking of um, signing waivers, like, and, and did you hear about that haunted house that, um, you have to sign this waiver and it's pretty much up to two to four hours of complete horror. Like these actors who they'll do whatever they want to you. Yeah. They okay. do that here in Los Angeles. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm talking about. It was something, something manner. Yeah. They do. And, they actually do it in a lot of places. There's probably one in, 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 uh, where you're at because I know last year they had, I think, 
I don't remember what it was called, but I think it was called blackout or something like that. And they do that. Yeah, you have to sign a waiver, and they give them the right to kidnap you, to basically torture you in a sense, you know? Like, I mean, they're not going to literally harm you, but you're giving them the okay. But you can't quit. Like, there's people actually crying. Well, no, they they do have um, safe words. They do have safe words that they, they I, I believe, they pro- they provide you with. But they're saying, like, hey, you're giving us the okay to grab you, to, to blindfold you, to kidnap you, you know, doing all this stuff. And that that's scary because... Like, they dunk your head in blood. And, like, they're pretty much... And, like, this one girl was, like, tied, like, for about an hour. And, like, her hands, you just see them. And they're just, like, she can't even, like, move them. And she's, like, she's crying. They're making them eat, like just the most rawest food and like they're throwing up all right well that that that's i think too far because i know the ones over here they don't do that i mean i don't know where that's at it's in california though it's called something manor look it up it's the craziest thing ever craziest well okay i gotta look that up because i know the one that i saw i haven't looked up anything this year but i know (laughs) last year because there was people that had like youtube channels and i remember watching them they're like He's like, all right, we just left, and they they explained everything that happened on the, you know, like, because they wouldn't let him go in with the camera, but they'd explained everything, what happened, and there was nothing like that, like, oh, they forced me to eat this and that, and I was throwing up, like, so, if that's what they're doing now, I mean, hell, then this is a hardcore waiver, you know, so, uh. It is a hardcore, like, they're like, dude, like, did you ever envision yourself, like, in a horror movie while you have the experience, you know, be, and they're saying you have to be 21 and older. Oh, yeah, 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 because... There's there's probably like images that you know you can't you can't be showing that you know, um, in your area are there like haunted houses and stuff? Because see yeah. with us we we have amusement parks. Like the the downside for you is we have one of the best haunted types of mazes in the United States, and there's two locations. There's one in Florida and there's one here, and it's Universal Studios. Now, I know there's some places out there, but see, the reason why I say Universal Studios is because they're the freaking studio. They yeah. have a studio to create all the mazes and the monster makeup and everything. You know, we also have a place called Knott's Berry Farm. That's an amusement park. They do, like, mazes and stuff. They have We have the Queen Mary. That's park that they say is actually haunted. Right there, they, they have uh, also, like, you know, mazes. Um, Magic Mountain. I know they have six flags all around, so Magic Mountain here. But then there's also smaller areas. So do you guys have, like, those type Um, of places where you pay, line up, and then you go through mazes? Absolutely. We're actually going to one this Friday. Oh, really? Wow. What is it? It's called Bates Motel, and it's in Glens Mill, PA. And and the good part about Pennsylvania and New Jersey is there are a lot of farmland, a lot of rural areas. And that's the cool part, like, you know, like, driving and, like, you know, you're, like, in Glens Mill, like, you, you literally, like, before you get to, like, Bates Motel, you're in this little town, and it's practically, like, a ghost town. Like, you, you see, like, these empty, like, ant, like <laughs> antique shops, and, like, you yeah. know, there's no one there, and, like, rocking chairs or rocking back and then it's not set up. It, it's literally, like, what it looks like, and there's certain parts where, like, you're just in complete darkness, and then, like, you end up at this place, and there's the Night of Terror. And what we do is you pay for a haunted hayride, a maze, and the haunted house. So you're paying for three attractions. With Night of Terror, there is the 3D house, 3D clown maze, which that's, like, the scariest one. Because, like, you know, it, that one is a good maybe, like, ten minutes in. Like you're Like, you're in there, and a lot of clowns, which is pretty cool. Even though I hate them, but I love them at the same time. There's um, 
And in the in the hayride, I mean, in the in the corn maze, they chase you with chainsaws, but the chain is not in the soil. So, Ooh, scary. Oh I, the chainsaws are the best. The chainsaws <laughs> are the best when they do that stuff. Um, because that 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 is scary. I I love that stuff when they do that. Do you run? Like, do you get scared? I I do. I I allow it to. You allow um, yourself to get scared. This should be playing as you're driving out to that the base motel. I know you can't hear it probably, but it's that that cycle theme. Remember when she's driving, and in her head she's like, "Oh, she never showed up to work the other day." Well, I did give her some money. Remember in cycle? Do you remember that? Nah, forget it. Fail blog. Now, um, I see. That's the thing. When I go to these mazes. I just let all go because I want to get scared because you're paying. Would you ever be an actor? Would you ever, like, join it? I mean, it'd be fun to scare people, but... Do you think you can scare somebody? I guess. I mean, yeah. That's that's the hardest thing. Like, I know about two people who are actors at a a haunted attraction. Mm -hmm. One being my friend Ryan and one being my friend Dean. Um, Ryan works at the Fright Factory, which is in the city of Philadelphia. It's actually in a big warehouse. Yeah. And Dean works at the uh, state penitentiary. Ooh. Yeah, that's actually the the penitentiary where Al Capone like died at and everything. It's one of the oldest, probably the oldest prison in the United States. Nice. And he died and of man- what? He didn't even die of syphilis. But he died in prison. Yeah, of an STD. <laughs> probably <laughs> there you go ladies and gentlemen wrap it up um what was i gonna say <laughs> yeah because like if you know you're going to this thing you're paying so of course you want to get scared because i don't want to go and try to act tough like no they're not gonna scare me they're not gonna scare me because then it's like what's the point of pain i mean because some of these like i don't know about how much is yours but the ones over here they are pretty costly they're expensive so if i'm gonna pay for them to scare me, I'm going to allow them to scare me. I'm going to go through the mazes, oh. and if they pop up, I get scared, and I laugh afterwards because I'm like, oh, they got me good. Like, And that's what I want to do. I don't care who I'm with. They're like, oh, you got scared? It's I'm the like, corners. Like, you have, to stu- you have to study it. Like, you know. Oh, it's so good. But, like, you know, it's so weird because, like, you know, can you just imagine being in a tight space and knowing when to scare somebody? Like, usually, they don't get the people in front. They yeah. get the people on the back. Yeah. And, well, what I hate is when there's a long line and it's just a constant line of moving through the mazes because then you don't get scared. That's why. Here you go, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a tip on these haunted horror mazes. When you're about to go in, before you step forward, tell the tell the whoever the operator is, right, line controller, whoever, say, hey, can you gap us? And they'll be like, OK, hold on. And then they'll stop you and then they'll let the line go in and then they'll be like, all right, you can go. So that I hate when, gaps. I hate uh, gaps. That's the best. That's the way I like to do it. Because I hate, I hate when it's just a constant flow of people. Because then if they're gonna pop up up in front, and you're gonna see it already. So it's like it's well, better. You hear this story, you're gonna love this story. This is actually what I wanted to tell everybody. Um, I was at the 3D clown thing, and my idiot friends told them to gap me. Ooh. So everyone else went in. And then the lady was like, hold on. I was like, no, 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 with them. She's like, sorry, you're just going to have to, like, go by yourself for this. I'm like, like, what? And so, like, I walk in, and I'm like, I can't even, I can't even walk. I literally have my hands over my face. And 
they're like, all you hear is like whistling and all you hear is like like circus music and I'm like fuck my life fuck and, <laughs> and then I'm literally I like I walk through and then like there's like three clowns that just like erupt from the sky corners and they're like are you scared and I'm like oh I was like get away <laughs> I literally like scrunched down and they're like we'll take care of you and I'm like and I'm like no you won't <laughs> and like I ran and one of them kept running after me and then he and then uh, they told the one of the clowns that like my name was Renata, so they kept calling my name. Ooh, and like, that sucks. They're like Renata, and I'm like, and then they're like, and then he had like this chain, and he's banging it left and he's like, come out, come out wherever you are, and he's like getting it loud and loud, and he's making this like weird noise, like, and he starts laughing, and I'm like, oh my god, I was like, what the hell? I started crying when I came out, like I cried, <laughs> and then. Oh, everyone was like, so did you have fun? I'm like, did you do that? And then they were like, yeah. And they're like, I'm like, you bastards. And I'm like, I was like, so, God. It was, it was fun, though. <laughs> nice. Wait. Uh, I, it was scary. Of the Speaking of clowns, of the mazes of clowns, all right. If you want to see a really good video of, like, I mean, I, I, I saw this and I laughed because I've actually been to the Queen Mary ones. Um, the mazes, it, it's pretty cool the way they do it out there, Queen Mary and stuff. For those of you who don't know, the, you know, the Queen Mary was once a ship that, you know, used to sail, like, like the Titanic, you know, it's a, it's an actual ship, but it's, it's no longer, um, yes, it no longer moves, so it's just stationed, and it's turned into a hotel, but what they say, it's haunted, and, ooh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna get into that right now, so, th- this episode's actually totally changing, it's become more of a Halloween episode, but... To see a funny video, and you should check it out too, Renata. After we're done recording, I'll send you the link. But Alan DeGeneres has this, um, someone who works for her. Her name is uh, Amy. I I don't know. I just happened to come across this clip. And last year, um, they sent them to the Queen Mary to go through a maze. So if you look for it, just look for Andy and Amy's Haunted Ship Adventure. Uh, It's an Alan DeGeneres clip, and they're walking through one of the mazes from the Queen Mary. And it's a clown maze. And mm. it's like a cir- crazy circus clown mate, and it's the funniest thing ever. And they have one from 2012 where they sent them on on a Walking Dead maze, or or maybe it was last year where they sent them on the Walking Dead maze. Um, so, yeah, 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 it was 2012 Walking Dead maze. So there's two versions. So you got you got to check them out. They have these these awesome videos. So check them out because they're freaking hilarious. And um, that that's kind of like if you've never been to a haunted maze or anything like that, you should do it one time. Oh my god! So yeah, I I, I I I honestly love them though, but like, like the fear. I mean, like I mean they they really just capture like your fears. So they like I feel like like the actors are somewhat psychiatrists in a way. Like they could sense what you're afraid of. Like they could just look at you and be like, "Yes, this person is scared of that," or like this person's not that scared of anything. Even though it's such at a fast pace of so many people, like they could tell who they can scare and who they cannot. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But let's get back to... Uh... Well, before we get into that, that's what I'm saying, Omar. This episode completely changed <laughs> because now we're talking, uh, you know, we were talking kind of about 80s horror and just scary things because that's always existed. But there, there's one thing that with the Queen Mary, um, the reason why I know it's... I mean, it, it is one thing that you could look up and see. But there is a show back that premiered in 1987 called Unsolved Mysteries. And that show... I used to watch, I, I mean, I think it originally aired on Saturday nights, or maybe it was another night, but I remember watching it on Saturday nights, and that show 
was effing scary. Because, I mean, they would have also, like, crime, you know, unsolved stuff. But they also did eerie, like, weird things that wasn't, like, solved. Like, and they did that. Like, they talked about, like, the... And they would do reenactments and stuff. And that was one of the things they would do. They they showed about the Queen Mary and the, the many things that were haunted about the Queen Mary. And their theme song, I know you probably won't be able to hear it, Renata, but... The, um, the theme song alone, like, always sounded, like, eerie. It, it kind of, like, um, I, I, okay, here we go. It's all, like, typical 80s, you know, yeah. drum. Oh, yeah, it's so 80s. It's like someone walking through. It's like someone walking through somewhere. Like flipping back or trying to like on an exploration. Just the intro alone scared the hell out of me. Like seriously, like that that to me was scary alone. But it it, it I mean it's from speak theme song scared me really but that was kind of like silly funny though let's see what what all right well, i mean okay i know this isn't 80s but it's renata's childhood so if you <laughs> goosebumps scary nerd answer the question i'm having you like answer as i'm freaking looking I think up looking it up what, what do you want oh you're know? looking it up us ah, i thought no i thought you were looking it up. i am that's why i asked you a question so you could talk as what i'm is the question I just asked you, since you, you were a kid when you watched it, did Goosebumps, like, uh, freaking scare you as a kid? Like, did you watch Obviously, it? Obviously. I just said it. But then you I... then you go along with it, stupid. Like, you continue no. with it. You don't just say yes and that's it. Uh, never Fine. mind, folks. Fine. That's why she's not in acting. It was so... <laughs> it was so, like, scary. It was just, like, it was the eerie part of it. It was just, like, that whole beginning, like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do, like, you know, and... Like, I don't know, and then when you just watch the beginning, like, how, like, the billboard changes from, like, you know, someone, a woman who's dressed really nice to, like, a woman who pretty much looks like she's dead or whatever. Like, it's so hard to explain. It just, it runs a chill down your spine. Really? I thought the stupid dog with his yellow eyes was just dumb. That was scary. What about the billboard? The billboard was kind of freaky. Here, let, let me see if I can find the actual intro and watch it. And then just... Just watch it really quick. It's the most... Like, I mean, when you're... I remember seeing it because it aired in, like, the mid-90s, I think. When you're seven and when you're eight years old watching this... No, I'm sorry. You would usually when you're, like, five and six or seven watching this. Yeah, I, I guess so. Well, you know what? I wonder... If Goosebumps was, was, I mean, I don't think it was scary for Carlos that I know of. Even he said that was pretty dumb. All right, I'm watching the clip right now. So there's a guy that says R.L. Stein with a briefcase. And then it opens up and all the papers start flying into the world. And it's a guy like in a trench coat and a hat. Supposed to be R.L. Stein. Yeah, and then, oh, look, there's the billboard. Oh, yeah, and then she turns on Nasty Ugly. And then there's the dog and... His eyes turn yellow. And it doesn't even look scary because it's just like cheesy, like effect of like yellow eyes on a dog. And during that part of the song, it goes. What music? No, this wasn't scary. You know what? You know, I mean, for me, this obviously I was older, but this was not scary. Like, the I don't even know. The intro didn't even like come off eerie. 
Let's see. Um, Christ. Ah, what's the what's the damn show? Oh yeah, here we go. Now the this one? was an '80s show. See, see that's why this should literally. Are you afraid of the dark? No, that that's that's not. That was '90s, stupid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now here was a show that I remember. Now this was a scary intro. Tales from the Crypt. Now that was... It, see, that... Damn, that was freaking cool. Let me look that up real quick. It premiered... Ooh, it was the, the right at the, the tail end of the 80s. 1989. That was the first so episode there. Technically, that's a 90s show. Technically, but it still premiered in 89. It's kind of like, you know, we we did a movie. or We've already reviewed a movie that was released in 89. So technically, we can't really... Two movies. Yeah, we did, huh? One was, of course, um, Say Anything, mm-hmm. and the other one was Dead Poet Society. Oh, we got to talk about that real quick. To go away from the scary 80s themed and all that, um, they are doing a TV series of Say Anything. Really? Yes. I know. <laughs> say anything is being done into it makes a- no sense it, it's not even if anything i could see like you know bringing back weird science to be a a tv show say anything yeah, where are I, they gonna go with where are they gonna go with that yeah i you know i i have no idea what you know what let's see let's see say anything tv show tv show let's see uh You should have saved this for the next episode. You really should have, because we can go, like, a whole bunch of... I don't know. It, it's... it's. I don't get why it's being... But all I know is that the guy, you know, Cameron Crowe, uh, who freaking directed, uh, you know, uh, and wrote the screenplay for Say Anything, you know, uh, he's, uh, he's really against them making this freaking movie. Absolutely. I would, too. There's no point of making a TV show of Say Anything. So, yeah, so the guy who created the show is so against this show, obviously, um, yeah, they're not going to do so it. So that's his baby. Don't they need the rights from him? Yes. No, no I mean, they don't, because he doesn't own the rights to the movie anymore. That's that. They think that's the problem. 
So, yeah. So, I don't know. Oh, crap. I just dropped the charger. Okay, anyways. Uh, you know what? We'll do a... I'll, I'll do... We'll do a... We still have a lot of Halloween episodes, so we'll do another episode based on Tales from the Crypt. I, I think that's on Netflix, so we can watch an episode or two. So, we'll talk about Tales of the Crypt. Right now, let's get into freaking uh, our movie Nightmare on Elm Street. Finally. Yes, go for it, Renan. Probably the most iconic, um, classic 80s movie, I think. I mean, whenever someone says, oh, name a, name a, um, a scary movie, what's probably one of the first things that pops into your head? Nightmare on Elm Street. Halloween. Like, the classics. But Nightmare on Elm Street, there's something about it that makes people just like scared I honestly think it's worse than fear of clowns like Freddy Krueger is probably almost I should say almost the same amount of fear of clowns you know because he's just this creepy he comes up as this creepy rapist that just has a distorted face and a claw hand and that disturbs people like how clowns disturb people because of the makeup and why they're so happy all the time it disturbs them it's a disturbing thing you know Halloween, like Myers, kind of a disturbing character. Well, see, that's the thing, because when you saw uh, Mike Myers, <laughs> I like saying Mike Myers, but when you saw Michael Myers and then you saw Jason, just a mask. They're mute. You know, nothing. Yeah. yeah, mute. That's it. You it's know? Freddy. But then you had Freddy and this guy who, who actually talked. Now, I get, in this first film, the one we're talking about, he's not as comical as you know later in the films because they really made him out to be comical you know like yeah he was very he didn't talk at all practically in the first one no i think honestly uh in the first one he only had uh in total 18 minutes of screen time oh wow really yeah it's crazy you were just thinking about that you know but it was but I, I honestly, I think 18 minutes of screen time was just about enough, and I'll tell you why. I think they played it out perfectly, because... No, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, it's seven minutes of screen time. Oh, seven minutes. Well, That's, it was, it, he, the first victim dies in, in, the, in 18 minutes into the film. 18 minutes, I'm sorry. 18 minutes into the film, that's when the first person dies. But we only saw, in total, of the whole entire movie, we only saw Freddy... For seven minutes. Wow. And from that moment on, he became one of the most iconic... I, I don't know, what do you call him? Slasher? Horror? Thing? Yeah, slasher horror. They, 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 that's really what this uh, this genre became, uh, was slasher horror, because it was really about one person going out, killing a bunch of people. I think I think slashing, Scream, you know. Scream was the last of the um no. slasher. No, don't say that. He it was the last. No, it wasn't the last. Don't you're way off on this. And I, I I'm not trying My to be an a hole and trying to be like you're doing it. No, because yeah. what Scream was is Wes Craven who directed Nightmare on Elm Street. He's the one that did Scream, and Scream was really a take on all those old horror movies. And kind of making light and fun of it and being aware of itself 
but then also be you know being a, a it's in on the joke but playing along and it was a tribute have... it was a tribute to that because oh. honestly scream before scream look up there was really no movies like that at all what brought it back was scream because after scream remember we started seeing the 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 poster covers of all these horror movies you know like i know what you did last summer uh urban legends or whatever the hell it's called like you had a bunch and they all looked all the posters were the same where you saw whatever the weird killer was on the poster but in the bottom was all the teenagers like whoever that were in the movies yeah and that i remember that's everything in the 90s at like mid late 90s is when all these horror movies came out but it was because of scream scream wasn't the last of the slasher movies because there's a huge gap you could watch a document i mean not a documentary you could watch the behind the scenes on screen read all the stuff about it and it's west craven being like hey let's come back and let's do this because we haven't had slashers in years because slashers died out i mean iconic wise iconic wise like like, you know it's different it's completely different because it's actually a tribute to his own films of what they were because in in that in, in scream they make fun of those movies. They do because remember he what it, what does he do? The what's his name? I forget his character's name, but the Jamie Kennedy stands up and he's like, "All right, oh, rules." Uh, remember the rules? He says, "Don't he's like, don't say you'll ever come back because you won't be back." Yeah. I'll be right back. Remember? He's like, "If you're a virgin or a slut, like you're gonna die." And everyone's like, "Oh, get out of here!" Remember? There, Randy. He, it, okay, there you go. Yeah, Randy. See uh, here, I'm gonna try to find Scream right here. Um. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, because like there were movies that, uh, but they weren't really like you know they didn't do well. Like, like, it, and that was really what brought back the slasher. This wasn't the end. This was the beginning of slasher films. This is what started, and we had these slasher films go for a while until. We were introduced to Asian horror, and then that's when we had The Ring, The Grudge, uh, The Eye, and all these other freaking movies. They're all kind of the same. What do you mean? Yeah, of course. That's all the Asian horror. It's like a, there's like a girl all with her hair down on. See, I can't get into those horror films. You know? I can't. Like, I have no time for them. Like, I don't know. But exactly, because you were older at that point, and you were like, I don't care about these movies. They're not scary for me. It wasn't. It wasn't something to be scared of a little girl with hair over exactly her face but for other of. people when that move when those movies came out they were scary and Perhaps. this is see exactly you just proved my point from much earlier in the show where i was saying that at the times when movies came out they were scary and other people they saw that as like ah this isn't scary because this but isn't for me go back in time i mean not back in time i could still like look at old movies and still find them scary like, you know, like, like older films. Like, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, my type of horror is completely different. Like, that didn't that didn't do for me. Not the fact that I got older. It was more like... But it, exactly. It wasn't scary for you. But there were people that were scared of it. And that's what I was trying to say earlier. Like, there were genres where, like, for some people, they're like, ah, this isn't scary. And I remember because The Ring was the first movie to come out. And The Ring was was what actually brought back R-rated movies for a while. And then they failed. Then they Because, like, that's the one thing that's so tough with, like, movies now is everything has to be PG-13, PG-13. But what was cool about The Ring is it was rated R. And, uh, no, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It, it, it's the Ring is the fault of The Ring that why we have so many stupid PG-13 movies. Because, because of The Ring, um, and it did so well, it was a horror movie, and it freaking... It, 
it made a, a goddamn lot of money. Uh, and it was uh, freaking PG thirteen. They they figure like, all right, well we don't you know we don't have to make R rated movies. You know people will still come and see PG thirteen movies, and it, it kind of ruined it for a lot of us. And that was when we saw like, yeah, it was oh yeah, Dark Water, The Ring two, The Grudge, The Eye. There was a there was a stupid lot of movies, and it's all because of the ring. Ring, you, you, I hate you. You ruined everything for us. Bastards. Seriously. But, but getting back to why Nightmare on Elm Street was such, it, I, I just think like for forever. Like if I think kids nowadays, like like little kids, like I remember my cousin Gemma. I introduced her to Nightmare on Elm Street, and she loved it. But she was like, she was terrified, but loved it. And that's how I did it. Like I was, I was terrified, but loved it at the same time. Like I wasn't scared. Like oh, I'm never watching that again. But it's, it's just like the creepiness. It's the, uh, it's just like that whole fact of like you know, like you could turn around any second and you think like someone or something is behind you because like it's that eerie music and it's like you know, lurking in the shadows type of like shots and you just get all like weird and you know excited but scared yeah i don't know i like that like there's just a lot of good things about it there's so many the fact that like it's it has its it has its funny moments like you know you laugh about certain things they say in the first one and johnny depp's in it (laughs) Well, wait, what was funny about the first one? Like, what made you laugh in the first one? Just, like, stupid teenager dialogue. You know, like, like or stupid. Oh, so, so it wasn't, they weren't intentionally trying to la- make you laugh. You were just laughing at the fact of how absurd it was because of the teens. Yes. Yeah. Like, they really make it sound like teenagers are god stupid. Well, yeah, of course. I mean, that's the thing. Like, in order for a horror movie to work, you got to make the people stupid, it seemed like, at that time. I mean, now now this is obviously different, you know. But at the time, that that see, this is what Scream was doing. Wes Craven understood what he did. He knew because Wes Craven, he's a director of, of Nightmare on Elm Street, you know. And, and um, he got the idea based on actual stories um, about, about people dying from uh nightmares um so i'll actually read what what it is it's like west craven first came up with the basic idea for the movie from several newspaper articles printed in the la times over a three-year period about a group of cambodian refugees from the home tribe several of whom died in the thrones of horrific nightmares the group had come to america to escape the reign of pol pot and within a year of arriving three men had died with the the situation the same in every case the young otherwise healthy men who have a nightmare then refuse to sleep for a long time as possible until finally falling asleep from exhaustion the man wake up screaming then die autopsy results resulted that they had not died because of heart failure they had simply just died um and then it says like that this was it was this lack of cause which intrigued Craven so much. Medical authorities have since called the phenomenon Asian death syndrome, a very vari- a variant of sudden unexpected death syndrome. So so yeah, so that's where Craven was like, "Whoa, people are dying from nightmares!" Like, and that's how he got the idea for. It. So he got it based on actual true stories. That's actually pretty interesting. Well, you could die from 
being too deep in your sleep. Yeah. See, and I think this is what honestly... I don't want to go to sleep tonight. Well, that, see, that's what makes this scary. That's what makes this... Okay, I know they... We're not talking about later Freddy, okay, ladies and gentlemen. Please take the Freddy, like, no, you're playing with power, you know, or I got the power glove. Get that Freddy out of your freaking head. No, this is Nightmare on Elm Street, the original Freddy. We're talking about Freddy where we hardly saw his face, where, where it was dark, where... Where what's the girl's name? Not Nancy, but the first girl who dies when she walks out Tina. to the, Tina. When she goes out to the to the um, to the alleyway, and you just see from afar, long arms. That's scary. Like that. See, this is the thing. As a kid, Nightmare on Elm Street was the scariest thing for me. Like honestly, that that terrified the hell out of me. And Nightmare on Elm Street like truly terrified me because it has real scary moments. Because the thing is, it's like. We all we're all afraid of the night, right? But once you finally go to sleep, you're you're asleep, and then you wake up in the morning and you feel better because everybody feels safer in the morning because it's like it's daylight. There's no monsters in the daytime, but everything's scary at night. But imagine the one monster who can get you somewhere where no one can protect you, and it's in your dreams, and that's scary. And that's what was cool about the movies is that he would go into the dreams of. Well, he, I don't know why they keep saying kids, but he would go into teenagers' dreams and kill them. Obviously, I don't know why he waited for them to be teenagers. He should have just killed them. Because he was a child murderer. Why would he wait for till they were teenagers to kill them? Yeah, he should have just killed them as kids. Because kids are more helpless than teenagers. Teenagers are kind of, like, more smarter, more, like, they can kick ass. <laughs> yeah, so exactly. So why, I, 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 in, in the logical, all right, here's the moments where we start talking logic into films and we start bitching about them. <laughs> okay. If 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 that's who Kruger was, if the reason why all the parents killed him is because he was a child murderer. Originally, in the in the original idea, of the script, that he was a child molester, but they felt that was too much, especially what was going on in the time uh, of when the movie was at, especially in Los Angeles. There's a lot of stuff going on about molestation, all this and that. So they but took that out. Was though, huh? He had a thing for like girls. Like he like was very like sexually like you know like he, he like like if you notice like i i'm surprised he didn't but he was me. he was yeah with the with obviously with the teens but if you remember one big thing about the 70s and 80s like with that had teenagers they always <laughs> we always saw they always came off like adults because they're all having sex this and that and they show nudity you know yeah. but what i'm saying is that he should have been like i mean i mean if he's going or if he was when he was alive he was killing children why did he wait for they were children? I mean, adult teenagers, because that's when they fought back. In every movie, they fought back. They tried to fight back, and they would they would die. But at the very end, somebody would win. Like, why didn't he just kill them when they were kids? Like that made that, to me that never made any sense. I I, I don't know. I didn't. I, that's the one thing I don't get. And in Freddy's mind, it's like uh, because it says right here in the original script, Freddy was a child molester. However, the decision was made to change him into being a child murderer to avoid accusation of exploiting the series of child molestations in California around the same time of production. So yeah, so they changed him into a murderer than than a molester. But still, he's. I mean, you know what? The first the I mean the remake actually made him that they made him the child molester so the remake actually how'd went, you like the remake honestly i i i was like all right i haven't watched this since but when i saw it i was like all right you know i applauded them they did they did a good job like it wasn't horrible but it's not robert 
Robert's, he's not Freddy. It's, like, horrible. Well, have you seen it? I know. I just refuse to watch it. The one thing, here, here's the thing, my issue, the only thing I, honestly, I have issues with the movie, because it's not bad. Honestly, it's not a bad movie. They they really did a good job of it. Like, a lot of scenes that you saw in the original, they kind of recreated. They did certain things that, but only only things that po- bothered me with that movie were two things, because, because like I said, the one thing I loved about the movie is that they went full on. They didn't, they didn't sugarcoat that effing movie. They seriously been like, no. He is a child molester in the movie. He's not. He's not like um. Oh, you know. Oh, he's the child murderer. Or he because they they make you believe that they accidentally like he was a good guy and they they kill him on accident and he comes back to seek revenge. No, he was he was effed up and and that's what they do. But the two things I had an issue with is like okay, in the original Nightmare on Elm Street again, practical magic or practical effects versus visual effects. There's an awesome scene where Nancy's in bed, sleeping, and there's that wall, that kind of her ceiling, that tilts, and what happens? The, he pulls through, right? Yeah. Like that. And that looks so cool. Simple, right? Simple effect. He just pushes through, goes like that, and then he goes back when she kind of moves. That, that looked eerie, right? Freaky, scary. Yeah. In the remake, that was CGI. Hated that. Like, why? Why would that have to be CGI? It didn't have to cost any money to redo that seat. Like, seriously, why would you have to CGI? Go on a computer and do that. That was seriously a waste. That was, like, so dumb because it looks so good in the original. They didn't need to do that in the remake yeah. to do it in CGI. Another thing that bothered me is that uh, Jackie Earl Haley, um, he was he was the one that played uh, Freddy Krueger. He was in the Bad News Bears. You know, um, he... He played, he, uh, he was Rorschach in, in Watchmen. He played uh, Freddy Krueger. What I didn't like is the makeup. They kind of made him look almost like a cat. Like, because some of it was almost CG. Like, they CG'd his nose. Like, they tried to make him look like an actual burned victim. Compared to the way Freddy looked, they wanted him to look like an actual burned victim. So, that was the problem with that movie. And what's crazy is that Johnny Depp... The the way he got casted is because he went with Jackie Earl er- 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 Haley. He took he went with him because he wanted to go audition to be in the movie. So he took him with him. But Wes Craven actually saw Johnny Depp and cast him. He's like, you know what? I want you to read for the part. And then he read the part. And he actually, they cast Johnny Depp. And another reason why it was, it was cast, because there was one of the producer's daughters thought Johnny Depp was dreamy. So they... they uh-huh. Gorgeous. Yeah, so they they brought him on board. So he that was actually what's funny is that's Johnny Depp's first film, and um and and what's cool about that is that yeah Jackie didn't get the part, but he ended up playing Freddy in the remake. I wanted to see more. Like I I saw the movie and I didn't think it was terrible at all. Like I thought it was it wasn't bad. Honestly, it wasn't bad. Aside from the CG effects, I thought it was an alright movie, and I wanted to see more. I wanted it to be a franchise to bring it back. But it didn't do big enough for for New Line that they just they scrapped it. I don't know. I just feel like they could have picked such a better actor if they wanted to like recreate like Fred. Do you think Freddy Krueger? Oh, like, he did a good job. See, that's the thing. You didn't watch it, so you can't. He, but I, I but I seen the trailer and I heard his voice. And no, like, no, he he did a good job because the thing is, is if I don't know if you've ever seen Watchmen, but he does such a great job of Rorschach. In that, in, like, just the character, like, when you watch Watchmen, 
I just want to see him, Rorschach. I just want to see Jackie. The whole movie, that's all I want. Like, I wish they would do a prequel where it's all just Rorschach. The whole movie is Rorschach. And when he went in to do Freddy, like, he kind of does almost the same voice. And I'm like, wow. I'm like, I'm, I'm impressed. I was like, I, I was happy for him because for a long time, because he was that typical teen star. As he got older, he was no longer cute. And he, he actually is, you know, his hair, he has that where he lost his hair on top and he has like the hair on the sides, like he's balding. Yeah. And so it wasn't until I think Little Children, he came out in a film back in like 07 and people were like, oh, Haley's back, Jackie Haley, he's back, he's back. And he started getting roles. And that's why like I was happy for him to be playing uh, Freddy. And he honestly, because yeah, I was like you. At first, I was like, F this, no way, no one could replace but what he did, he didn't do a Heath Ledger, but he did an all right job. He did, he did like all right. That that was good. You know, I liked it. You know, you think so? I I I I'm not think so. I in my you opinion, so? yes, because I'm not guessing because I actually saw it. You you could assume because you haven't seen it, but you should just give it a shot. Give give it a give try. It yeah, and so next time when we record, you know, in a future episode, you can tell us like, all right, I saw it. This is my thoughts. But yeah, I guarantee you the CGI will bug you. The CG will bug you because there is no CG in the original the CGI movie. CGI just bugs me in general. Yeah, so that that's what will bug you in this movie. But yeah, let's see. Oh crap, we gotta get close because if not, I'm gonna run out of room. Damn, we've been talking for a long time. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Um, I don't know what else you want to talk about. Um, just. All right. Well, just, all right. So just to, to to go into the '80s uh, aspect of this, the movie was directed by Wes Craven. You all, you guys know who freaking Wes Craven is. He's, I mean, hell, Renata brought up Scream. You know, he he rebrought back the the slasher horror with Scream. You know, Wes Craven has also done other stuff. Most, uh, what you would call it? Um, I was gonna say one thing, but I'm like, uh, <clears throat> but uh, aside from um. What you call it, Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, you know what? Let, actually, let me just finish Nightmare on Elm Street. It was released on November 9th, nineteen eighty four. So we're actually close for for it being re- you know kind of like the the anniversary because it would be would it be twenty years or thirty years? No, it would be thirty years because we're because in, in eighty four, ten years would be ninety four. Um, another twenty years would be two thousand four. And 2014 will be the... Wow, it's going to be the 30th anniversary of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, my God. Oh, damn. See, so this is perfect. This is this is a 30-year anniversary look back of Nightmare on Elm Street. The budget was $1.8 million, and it made $25 million in the box office. And this is the movie that allowed Dumb and Dumber to be made. And you're wondering, like, what the hell? Like, why do you say that? Because New Line Cinema did a nightmare on elm street and new line cinema was about to go bankrupt but this movie made its money back and it it, and it and it kicked new line cinema back up and and it and it 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 started a whole franchise and because of that new line cinema is the one that made dumb and dumber so that's why i'm just saying they also did mortal kombat you know but uh but yeah the uh you know this 1984 and johnny depp you know also too is the first time we saw Robert England, sadly, he was typecast, but did an awesome job as freaking, you know. I loved him because, like, they actually showed him what he would look like normally in the second in the second part. Uh, he was the bus driver. Yeah. 
he did play the bus driver. Like there was no like fake per there was no fake bus driver. You can catch a glimpse of Robert and it's just him with no makeup on, him and his regular hair, just him just being himself. Yeah. I wonder if people actually caught that though. You know what I mean? Like the first time. Probably not because if you think about well, I mean, it, like, I should say, like maybe second or third time watching it, like when it was released. You know, that's the one movie part two, um, what you call it, that I honestly don't really remember much. Is part two? I remember the other movies, but for some reason, part two is the one that la- that's vague in my mind because part three. Part three tends to be everyone's favorite of the Nightmare uh, series. Is part oh, three. Oh, I love Dream Warriors. Oh, that see that one was cool because that was the first time you had people get get like or the teens getting together, developing like their powers their to, dream to fight powers. back. Yeah, their dream power. Hence the Dream Warriors. I loved how Nancy just showed up. Like you know, like Nancy, where the hell were you in the second one? You could help that one kid out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And then, see, that was cool because she always popped up every now and again. And do you remember a new nightmare? Wes yeah. Craven's new nightmare? That was supposedly supposed to be Freddy Cougar in the real world. That, that was weird. Wow. I mean, I honestly, I got to give it. Like, you know, like no matter how many you make, it, it was always good. Yes. And you know what? You never, like, I actually looked that kid up. Jesse, well, the, the the kid who played Jesse in the second one, mm-hmm. he's, like, nowhere to be seen on IMDb. Like, it, it, his, his one main movie was just Nightmare on Elm Street. There was no continuation. It's like Charlie Bucket. Charlie Bucket was the same way. He did Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, and then he just left the industry. He said, F this, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, like, for instance, like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas at one point. You know, he was, like, a huge teen star, and he's like, ah, I'm done with this, and he left. You know, likewise with uh, Malcolm in the Middle, you know, he he was still a teen and he up and Frankie just, Nunez. yeah, he just up and left, you know, so it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, all in all, Nightmare on Elm Street as because uh, we're running long and, you know, but it, it, it terrified me. I honestly had real nightmares as a kid about um, Freddy Krueger. And I remember one vivid dream where. Mm. I'm in a room, and the only light coming into the room, there's, like, it's a kind of a big room. There's two beds, and in the room, the only light coming in the room is because the door is open in the middle of the room, and it's coming in from the hallway. And I remember where it's me and my older brother, but we're little kids, and we're being chased around by Freddy. And I remember he's, like, scraping at me from my back. Like, he's, he's like, trying to reach for me, and when he slashes... He actually slashes my back, and I felt the pain. And I remember that dream, like, scared the hell out of me. Like, when Did you I w- check your back afterwards? Yeah, when I woke up. Because it, it, I felt it in the dream. Like, it was so scary. I remember we're running around in the room, like, and he's just chasing, like, you know, trying to get us. And then, yeah, he, like, slashes at one point, and he gets me in my back, and he, like, scrapes it and, it. and I felt the pain. And that, like, even right now as I'm talking about it, I'm still picturing exactly what the dream looked like many of us we have dreams and we'll forget whatever the hell the dream was but that is one dream i will never forget and it scared me and that's why like for me when i i mean 84 freaking if i was born in 81 that means i was i was three years old when this movie came out and i saw it i didn't see it in the theaters but i saw it right away on video because like i said i had aunts who were teenagers at the time who would babysit us and i saw it because of them and and that movie truly honestly scared me and i that was why 
I think I stayed away from 80s horror because it it, it, it honestly scared me. And I never really want, I never hardly, because it would give me nightmares and I would get scared. And that's why I stayed away from 80s horror. And Oh, I had, I had a dream about Freddy when I was, like, young. And it was, like, this was scariest thing. Well, nightmare. I was, like, laying down in bed. And, like, all I hear is just, like, footsteps I hear. And, and my house is pretty, like, old. Like, it's, like, 1900. So, like, you can hear when you're stepping on wood. We have carpet. So when you hear stepping on wood, you hear the eh, eh, eh. Like, you know, you hear that. And... I have my blanket over my head and my dream, and I'm like this, and like yours, eh, eh. and then his arm just like comes like this over the door, and then he just like scrapes, like, and I'm like, and I close my eyes, and then I'm like, and then all I felt was just like an arm like come around me, and it's just cool, and like you know, like when people spoon you, yeah. Well, he was <laughs> spooning me, and he was like. And he, I felt something right in my ear, and it was like, "You're scared yet?" And I'm like, and I'm like, and then I woke up. It was so freaky. Damn. Like I never saw his face, but I knew who it was. <laughs> That's scary, dude. Now I like I have pillows. I sleep every night because of that. I have two pillows, and then I have two other. Turn, pillows. turn towards the mic as you're saying that. Okay. Like talk like that, but tell me about it, because okay, when you turn away, I can't hear you. So. I have two regular white pillows, mm-hmm. and then I have, like, the decorative pillows. The decorative pillows blockade me on either side of my bed. That's what keeps you safe at night, because without those pillows, the monsters will get you. Exactly. <laughs> every No, every night. I can't do without it. And see, tell me if you, I'm, I know I'm not the only one that feels this way, and I guarantee anybody listening to this feels the same way. And please tweet us. You know, I know we have a lot of Twitter followers. Tweet us if, if you agree with us. Um, or Instagram us, but you know, tweet us that if you're if you're laying in bed and you have a high bed like yours, look, I can see your bed and it's kind of high. You know, even my bed, any bed, it doesn't matter. If you're laying down and your hand or foot hangs off the bed, don't you feel vulnerable like a monster could easily get you? So you like pull it back on because yeah. you feel safe on bed, but the moment your foot hangs out, it's like. Yeah, it's going to get you. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like you feel like you're like something can easily grab you. It's your like, arm too. Yeah, if it hangs off. Your if, your, if your arm or your foot hangs off or anything, you're like, oh, he's going to get me. Yet you're still in bed. It could just come out of the bed and get you anyways. But you feel like nothing can get you if if you're completely on the bed. I don't know. I, I, we all have that stupid like, you know, fear. It's kind of funny. It's like... <laughs> All right, so there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, our this was really more of a Halloween episode for us. Um, uh, it's it's October. It's it, this was a good way to start our month of October. Um, I'll try to see when Renata's available again. Hopefully, we can knock out uh, another episode. Um, hope hopefully we're able. Um, based on the time frame of where we are in the month, the next episode might be. Um, most likely will be monster squad um i'm definitely around for that shit yeah so because because based on because we only have three weeks left and i know of the way the time frame and everything works out it seems like the next time we record we'll be going into the you know so hopefully um we we should have that episode coming up next week and then i'm hoping to post an, an actual full halloween episode on halloween also but i know with parties for renata she's 
you know, she decided on her character. She'll be posting it soon. So yeah. So, so yeah. So but Nightmare I, on. The- I won't post it until Halloween. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You'll post it when and- it's that time. So Nightmare on Elm Street, people. If you've never seen the original, check it out. Um, you know, give a shot to the remake. Renata has some homework. She's gonna watch the remake. Get back to us. See what she thinks. Um, is it on Netflix? I don't know. I, I think it is. Honestly, I, I think so. So yeah, but but Nightmare on Elm Street, freaking! Mm-hmm. It, it is a terrifying. Movie. Even why the first one is 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 a scary movie. The rest of them are kind of silly, but even for the for now, the first one. So check it out. All right. So before we go, I always do uh, '80s uh, song of the week. I'm actually gonna give you two this week. Um, one of them is gonna be uh, a themed song because it's more as a joke, but it's still a song, and it's "Are You Ready for Freddy." Back in 1988, um, the Fat Boys had an album called uh, Coming Back Hard Again. And um, in that album, there's a song called Are You Ready for Freddy? And there's a... (laughs) You hear Freddy Krueger rapping in the song. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, It was... The song was originally released in 88 as a theme for A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Uh, and there's an actual, you you should watch the video. Look it up, ladies and gentlemen. Look up, are you ready for Freddy? This is the first time you get to hear Freddy rapping away in a song. You're like, my name is Freddy. I don't know what he's rap. I can't, honestly, I can't remember it. Wasn't uh, there a song in part three at the end of the movie called Dream Warriors? I don't remember. Honestly, yeah, I can't remember that In the credits, it's actually a really good song. Uh, I don't know. But I know if you watch the video to the song... Freddy does come out. Robert England as Freddy comes out and he chases the fat boys around. So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you gotta see it. So that is my joke song. But my real song is since this movie was released in 1984, I'm gonna be giving you a song from 1984. And I'm giving you Ministries Every Day is Halloween. Now, I'm giving you this song because Halloween is in the title. Even though the song has nothing to do with Halloween, um, it's still like, it, it, it Everybody sees it as a Halloween song. The song is more about what I used to go through, especially in my early days at Rainforest. Because now, when I work at Rainforest, um, everybody there is freaking, you know, they're all Latinos and everything. And we're all the same. They're a bunch of geeks and nerds and everything. Mm. And then plus, I'm bald now. Back in my early days, I still had all my hair. So I used to do my hair all like, you know, rockered out and everything. And I, in my early days, it was me and like a few other people who were like Mexicans basically there. Like it was like, I think there was three other people who worked with me. Everybody else was white in retail that worked in in Rainforest. (laughs) And a lot of them were former jocks, cheerleaders. So they didn't understand me at all. And they would constantly call me flock of seagulls. You know, like, they would make fun of me. They would make fun of the music I listened to, like, saying it was devil music. And, and like, none of the music I listened to was even devil music. Like, I didn't even listen to death metal. Like, I, you know, and they would constantly knock me of the way I dress, my style, everything. And this is really what this song is about. Hence the title, Every Day is Halloween. Because when you listen to the song, there is a part that says, I dress this way just to keep them at bay. And, you know, it's, it's, it's more about a song about intolerance. And... And the, and the lack of acceptance from, from people. Like, it's like, it's really when you listen to it, um, people are questioning, like, why are, you, why are you dressing like like every day is Halloween? Like, because he's, you know, at that time, people who were, like, goth or whatever were wearing in black, 
people would look at them weird. It's like, dude, you look like a witch. Like, what, what is this, Halloween? Why are you dressing like that? People didn't understand. And this is really what this song is about. So it's not so much about the actual Halloween, but since it kind of fits the title. But don't worry. I have two more songs for the following last two episodes of the month that I'm going to give you. Next week's episode, I'm going to have a big Halloween song. One of the most famous Halloween songs of all time. But for right now, I'm going to give you Ministries with 1984's Every Day is Halloween. So there you have it. All right, Renata. So so um, I think we're good. you have anything to say? Any plugs or anything? Yes. Uh, don't fall asleep tonight because I, I have a weird feeling. Wise words. Wise words. Do not fall asleep tonight. Don't fall asleep tonight or the next night. Yes. Have a coffee machine in your in your room, yes. ready to go, and Coca Cola. Mm-hmm. Anything you can do. It's a full moon out tonight, too, folks. Yeah. If there's anything we can we can give advice, is don't go to sleep. Don't go to Whatever sleep. Whatever you do, don't sleep. Because you will probably get touched by Freddy, so don't do that. You got to do the song before we go out. Do the song. The <laughs> one, two. One, two, Freddy's coming for you. Three, four, better lock your door. Five, six, get a crucifix. Seven, eight, gonna stay up late. Nine, ten, never sleep again. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, so ladies and gentlemen, like we said, don't sleep. Don't even sleep. Sleep and you're dead. Freddy's fast. <laughs> Faster than you can believe. Don't turn your back. Don't look away. And don't sleep. Good luck. Awesome. I should have just ended this episode like that. I should have said. But I was, I was. I swear, I was almost about to say that's another episode in the bag. All right. Well, anyways... After waking, up Ren- <laughs> After waking up Renata from her horrible nightmare, I get her into the DeLorean and we travel back to the future.
you don't watch out, I'm gonna thrill you too. So my advice to you is to stay ready, cause you know who's back? Freddy. You see, my name is Freddy and I'm here to say I'll wrap you up and take you away if you feel like you're tired and ready for bed. Don't fall asleep or you'll wake up dead.
In a world where entertainment has been diluted to the lowest common denominator. A dollar makes me holler, honey boo boo. One podcast has vowed to bring laughter to all. I know two things in this world right now. Okay. That I don't know anything and that I want a lightsaber. <laughs> I'm sorry, was I having phone sex with your wife? This entire show has gone to con. Welcome to Cockamania. Mark. There's voices in my head. That no one else can hear. I will, dick. I will defend <laughs> Dick till the end. Joanna. I kind of had to think for Mr. Peanut. To be surrounded by cops. Essentially, <laughs> it's like a life of ambition. <laughs> Mike. The human autocorrect. If I did it all of the time I wanted to, no one would be friends with me. <laughs> They may not always get along. You were only a dick because you called me a douche. You're, you, you were a douche. <laughs> but that's the point. I wasn't a dick. You actually were a douche. But at least they're professional. It's crazy. Random happenstance. You're going bionic arms and legs. Bionic arms and legs. I'm You're going, going bionic, bionic hair. Totally a guy girl thing. <laughs> Subscribe to Crazy Random Happenstance by searching CRH in iTunes or Stitcher or go to crhpodcast.com. You're going back to Arkham, Joker. (laughs) Oh, that's fine by me, Bats. At least there I get to listen to the Jack of All Nerds show on Chaotic Radio Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. The Jack of All Nerds, Sundays from 8 to 10 p.m. That's what I just said, Bats. Try to keep up, will you? That's the show where they talk about comics, movies, gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, comedy, pop culture, and a number of other things. Exactly! And it's hilarious! I know, right? I mean, uh... Why, Bat Brain, are you a fan? Oh, Batsy, we have something in common. <gasps> Looks like it could be love. <laughs> Shut up, Joker. Let's go listen to it together, Bats. This has been a Brothers Bear Network production.